Sophia, would you like to open up the show this week? I would, because I had something very special happen to me today. Um, I am, like, obsessed with medieval history, which is really random and weird. Oh, yeah. And it's the kind of study where, like, there's so little out there unless you can read in, like, Latin or, like, Mm -hmm. Anglo-Saxon. So... The community, like, if there's something that, like, you learn in a medieval history class, chances are everyone who's taken medieval history knows it, but it's super obscure. So, mm-hmm. today, we were talking about um, medieval mysticism and, oh, like, boy. people having visions and shit and, like, being healed by God. And my professor was like, I'm just going to pull a random example. How about Sophia? and he was like Sophia's seeing things she's hearing things and I was like can we not do this today diagnosed by your professor (laughs) I was like this hits a little too close to home (laughs) and then he proceeded to assign himself the role of priest and performed an exorcism on me over (laughs) zoom what class is this (laughs) this is European medieval history well, it's nice so, to know that. So I'm demon free, guys. It's nice to know that our tuition dollars are being well spent. Well, a couple weeks ago, um, my classmate Andrew and I had a baby together and it died That's in nice. childbirth. <laughs> so, Do you want to provide any context for that whatsoever? We were just talking about infant mortality and like how like. Like the role of religion and like people praying for their baby to live and... Mm. I got to be the lucky one with a dead baby. What a what a horribly depressing way to open the show. <laughs> Welcome know. back, guys. Hey, guys. I had an exorcism and a miscarriage. Uh, yeah. Two for one, <laughs> as they call it in the church. <laughs> it was BOGO. The church had a BOGO deal. Mm-hmm. Um, How are you doing, Liam? I'm doing... I had a pretty, pretty good week. One fun thing that did happen this past week was... So my brother, uh, he's in high school. And I'd, I'd be missing him, you know what I mean? I miss my whole family, but I especially miss him because he's like my bud and we hang out and we chat. Um, but he started streaming on Twitch this past week. Oh, boy. So this is a shout out for him. Gro- its name is uh, Grogason, G-R-O-G-E-S-A-N. Go follow him on Twitch. Um, but it's just him and his friends like playing Minecraft together. And it's actually, <laughs> it's a pretty good stream. And me and Grace will join and then just, like, wreak havoc in the chat and just, like, ask <laughs> random questions and, like, mess around. Uh, and he'll respond. It's, so it's just, like, really fun. Um, and I've been missing him. I've been missing my family more recently uh, just because I've seen them for a total of, like, two hours since August, oh my like, God. the first week of August. Like, they came down once for lunch for, like, two hours. And that's literally the, all I've seen them since August, like, 10th. So uh, I've been missing them more recently, and uh, it was just really nice to, like, get to interact with him. Like, my sister was in the chat, too, so I got to, like, say hi to her, and we we all Aww. get to just, like, clown on Brady a little bit. It was really fun. It's a family powwow. It really was, all on Twitch. We had, um like, last week, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, apparently, I heard this, did a Twitch stream for some oh, reason you bet your sweet ass she did i was there okay. the whole time okay awesome. great well you might be one of these people apparently there's this whole community of like incels who gave her money 
And then when they found out she had a boyfriend, they tried to get it back. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Have you seen her boyfriend? It's not, I mean, it's just, he's like this tall ginger guy uh, who's super (laughs) pale. And I'm like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not you. Yeah. (laughs) Progressives date tall white guys. It's always disappointing. I I think it's just the ginger fact. That's really funny. I was like, this is wrong. You chose incorrect. This was a very, I feel like this week was weirdly like, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of happened and I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah, I had a, I've had good things. Like I had a number of fun things happen this week, but I'm still not sure I could quantify it as like a <laughs> good week. If that makes sense. You know what I Is mean? it a good COVID week? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> it's like as good a week as can really happen in quarantine when I'm like, like still yeah. here kind of by myself in the apartment and whatnot. Um, my um, my mom was out of town for a couple days because I'm living at home with my parents. Yeah. Woo! And my dad, I, it occurred to me because my mom was out of town, eats like a kid whose mm-hmm. mom is out of town. Yeah. Like, every single night, he either had, like, nachos or, like, a shitty Totino's pizza. Doesn't your dad, like, fully own a restaurant, too? Yeah, my family has a restaurant. (laughs) It's not, I mean, it's a bar, so. Yeah, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, he makes deep fried hot dogs. That's, like, his. Sorry, what? Yeah, he puts a hot dog in a deep fryer. When you okay, and he's skinny. He, this man is thin. Does he just cook it in a deep fryer, or does he like bread it so it like comes out? No, like, he just throws that baby in. I guess, <laughs> I guess that makes sense then. Yeah, if you're not like breading it and stuff, it's like something that feels so wrong. But like, I guess it does make sense. I know it's really not that different. <laughs> Do you guys have a deep fryer in your house? I fucking wish. Oh, I want one. That would be awesome. I, you should I made get one. fried chicken like a week after you left. Aw. Um, because I wanted to see if I could, um, and I and I did it. But then I was like, I should get a deep fryer. And then I looked at how much a deep fryer costs. I'm like, I can never buy a deep fryer. Well, I used to be obsessed with the show Chopped, and I remember mm-hmm. there was a contestant who wanted to use the money to buy her family a new house because she burned down their old one from making fries. <laughs> and i was That's like the you, ex- people who should you be expect unchopped. to win chopped after burning down your home <laughs> like, but those were, how did the fries come out though she ended up winning good <laughs> as she should because those fries came out delightfully crispy <laughs> yeah they were cooked to perfection charred yeah I miss. I used to watch master chef with my family we never watched chopped we, we did watch master chef um who's the host of that it's that there, there's it's like a rotating uh three judges like every season it changes up a little bit but i'm pretty sure gordon ramsay has been that's what i thought season. yeah i've seen that mm-hmm. he it's so funny the comparisons of him on the shows with children versus him on the shows <laughs> with adults uh it, like because on adults he's like just em- emotionally berating people like very personal way over the line and then with kids, he's like the most doting, affectionate I know. guy you've ever seen. I I really like him a lot. I think he's I want to see him scream at kids though. <laughs> like, it would make for a more entertaining show. I'll anyone who says they don't is lying to themselves. Can you imagine? 
he come. It's just like a four year old on Master Chef Junior. He's like, you fucking these ketchup, pa- <laughs> these ketchup packets are fucking raw. <laughs> Okay, I wrote, I don't know if I've told you this story, but Mm. when I was a freshman in college, I had to compile a poetry anthology. I was taking a course. Yeah. Uh, Well, it it could have been poetry that we wrote, or we could choose a poet and make it like as if we were a professor and we were doing a syllabus. Like, these Mm. are the poems that y'all are going to read. One of those sounds much easier than the other. (laughs) You can guess which one I opted for. But (laughs) my professor, shout out to Dave Lucas, because he's actually the best, was the Poet Laureate of Ohio. Damn. I don't know what that means, but it sounds important. He doesn't either. And that's part of what makes it fantastic, (laughs) because he's just like, I cool. And I wanted to fuck with him. So I made my anthology entirely quotes from Chopped. (laughs) <laughs> and I'd write a 10-page paper, of, like, analyzing them as if they were See, poems. I feel like you can't get a lot of very deep quotes from Chuck was, that are going to possibly It was the hardest project of my life, and I probably smoked more weed in that week than I have, mm. like, cumulatively in my life to pull this off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just, like, baked the entire week. <laughs> I had to write... This was last weekend whenever that I, okay that's the other thing i've completely lost track of like what day it is no we don't time do, it's not happening right i now. i talked don't to worry. my i was talking to my mom on i see i don't even know what day it was but several <laughs> days ago i was talking to my mom and she was like what classes do you have tomorrow and i was like well today's thursday so tomorrow i would have my mom goes liam today's monday what are you talking about oh, and no. i'm like oh well then <laughs> And I had to just completely recalibrate. Uh, uh, but I've just, I've completely lost track of what day of the week it is. I have, n- I have no idea anymore. Um, Jackson and I went to, we spent the weekend together and we went to this like wildlife refuge. And mm. we get there, it's in the middle of nowhere. And he was like, oh fuck, I have a Zoom meeting. And I was like, okay, and you're going to skip it because we're like in the wilderness right now. And we had to sit in my car because this like responsible young man needed to do like a half hour Zoom call. And I was like, how do you remember? Like I, if we made it that far, I would not remember one minute before a meeting. It's so funny because nearly an identical thing happened this past weekend so it was me we my friend is shooting his final film for our production class so a bunch of us went out into the woods to film it and one of our friends who will not be named uh because i'm about to out him he had a zoom call for his uh class no not for his class for his job uh to like discuss new workplace policies while we were shooting so he just like turned off his mic and his camera put it down on the ground and like went to shoot his scenes like fully oh i've still done in that the so many times happening on the I, ground. yeah like i've i've said this before like i've talked about it before on our podcast but like i'll put zoom on in the car i don't give a shit <laughs> um that reminds me oh, this so 
my friend my friend jonathan he listens to this podcast shout out to jonathan for being a very supportive and excellent friend and an excellent filmmaker and director he did a great job on the the project we shot um so this was uh the this past weekend the film we were shooting for we went to um Actually, I'm not sure I can tell this story. No. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> wait, text, wait, wait, he'll... wait. You're you're not talking about Jonathan, though, right? You're talking about someone else. No, yeah. That's true. I'm talking about someone else. Um, so this, <laughs> this someone else, we... So his dad sold their... So he used to live in Lexington, Massachusetts, which is by where we were shooting. And his dad, I think they sold the house or at least moved out. I'm not totally sure if it sold it or what the situation was. But basically, they moved out, like, literally three days before. And so he took us to just, like, show us the house he grew up in because we were curious. Um, and then we got there, and it was all empty because they had all moved out. And we're like, okay, let's go just, like, look around. So we went in the backyard and looked around. And then we, like, started looking in the back windows, like, standing in this house's backyard. And it's completely empty. And then I see a Lego set like on the ground in there i'm like jonathan is that your lego set and he looks at it, he's like guys we got to go right now it's so, like someone else was fully there like the people who bought the house i guess like fully like had started to move in oh there my were, like, God. a lego set there i think like a printer that wasn't his dad's either like so they had started bringing things to the house the new people and we were just standing in their backyard like peeking through the windows they weren't home or anything um but we were just like oh no so we all sprint to the car oh. and uh we're like piling we're all laughing our asses off like piling to this car and as we're pulling out this guy this old man starts walking by who actually looks like a really old angry joe biden is just like walking by like staring at us and i just give him a big wave i'm like hello and then i get in the car and we drive away that's like a that's like an anxiety dream i would have it was so fucking funny it was that's really really funny funny. well i did a project uh, a few years ago um for this internship i had where i was photographing abandoned buildings Mm -hmm. which like right off the bat is a red flag um Mm -hmm. and my friend and i thought it would be fun to drive an hour and a half to this abandoned tuberculosis factory because mm-hmm. we're into ghosts and shit. When you so. say a tuberculosis factory, this or is not where they factory, make tuberculosis. Not a factory. <laughs> not a factory. A hospital. <laughs> I was so. reading the word factory. I'm in my. I was looking at a bookshelf and I read the so, word factory. Was so this is where we make the tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, this is actually. Um, instead of COVID vaccines, they're just going to be administering TB. <laughs> that's the story i don't even know why they have those oh my god uh, covid factories now this is gonna turn back into like an adhd episode (laughs) because i can't okay anyway continue on with your story so we're at the tuberculosis hospital no so we're at the tb factory um no we get it was in lima ohio which is in the middle of nowhere and like Mm -hmm. we have this whole thing that like like blue collar white ohio towns are just horrifying like if Mm. you've i assume you've never been to one don't (laughs) um they're really scary and laws don't exist there so we drove out which just made it more fun 
And it was like mm-hmm. pitch black in the middle of October, so it was spooky season. And yeah, hell yeah. When we got there, like we were driving towards where like this abandoned hospital allegedly was. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, the ground cover like turned into fog. <laughs> oh no! And it just started rising, and then it got darker and darker. Like we were getting farther and farther away from like light sources, oh, no. <laughs> and then. <laughs> We finally, after like this hour and a half long drive, pull up to like where we think it is. And mm. there's like a crime watch sign. And it was like, do not enter at any costs. <laughs> Get out. And we were just like, all oh right, my. fuck it, bye. So we went home and like had sushi. <laughs> I got in trouble from one of my film uh, professors. This was last semester. This was, yeah, last year. Um I had a photography project where we had to like just go to a place and wait. Is take... this the yacht? Yes. You've talked about. So this. I I jumped the the turnstile. I was like, I saw a yacht, and I'm like, I want to get some pictures on that yacht. So I jumped the turnstile and just like, because it was empty, there was no one there, and just like walked onto the yacht and took <laughs> pictures on the yacht for like 20 minutes. Um, and then some people came and were like, Are you allowed to be here? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Oh, okay. Um, and then he like asked me another question, and it being like yeah i'm just gonna like go (laughs) and he was like yeah you gotta get out of here um but my i told my so my we were showing off our projects and my professor was like oh yeah how did you get permission to be on the yacht and i was like uh i i didn't and he was not happy with that at all and actually ended up like docking me points in my final grade well we had um i've i think i've told you this before but i there was a clinton rally when that was a thing four years ago and i think you mean last week right when we were all having our clinton rally yeah during covid um and i like i skipped school i wanted to go i was editor-in-chief of our paper and i was like i'm gonna use i'm gonna flex that i'm gonna bring my high school press pass and get in and i was with a friend of my uncle's who does like he's in politics and if you look like you know where you're going, you can get anywhere. So oh, yeah. I like bellied up to the press line and they didn't even question me. I showed them my press pass. They were like, you're not on the list, but like, that's pretty damn cool that you're a high school journalist, like come with us. Mm-hmm. But if you do that, like if you go in with the press, you're not going to meet any of the politicians there. Like you're just going to be in a box and whatever. <laughs> so we like yeeted out and like tucked my camera under my coat and I pretended I was in the union and I ended up meeting her. <laughs> Damn. I was what just a- like, yeah, I'm in the union. I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what would happen with like Fox News and OAN if a picture leaked of Hillary Clinton at the COVID factory. It would- <laughs> It would be all over for the Democrats. That would you be just it. started a conspiracy theory. Hillary Clinton, she works the line at the COVID factory. Don't let them vaccinate you. It's a tuberculosis stick. <laughs> this is why Henry Ford invented the, wait, what's it called? The like line, the assembly line. The assembly line. line? Yes. This Do you is think, Henry yeah. Henry Ford's d- ultimate vision come to life. Do you think we could get um the guy from... Infowars, Alex Jones. Could we get mm. him as a guest on our podcast? I don't see why not. I think he's really like on par with our content. Uh, I, Alex Jones would fit in great here. <laughs> yeah. We start crazier conspiracies than he does. 
Yeah. What, um, can, what can I say? Speaking of the podcast, this is our 10th episode. We're officially in double digits, baby. Whoa. We've officially wasted 10 hours of our lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you've wasted 10 hours of your life. <laughs> yeah. I've wasted 40 or 50 at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, But, yeah, we're in double digits now. It's pretty podcast, exciting. Yes, our podcast if episodes were years, it would be <laughs> 10. Oh, we're in fifth grade. Um, I I was reading early, like before we started doing this, um, mm. I was reading about like people starting podcasts and there was like this support group and this dude was like, guys, guys, it takes at least five months to get a following. So like, don't, mm-hmm. don't worry, don't worry. And I was just like, ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you called it a support group. That's what it, it felt like, like when I was reading. Like alcoholics, like people, hi, I'm Liam and I have a podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> I Everyone has one now. I don't know how to quit. <laughs> I was listening, I, okay. I'm inviting a discussion on this influencer. Um, I, she used to write for Complex and she started this like, it's not fast fashion it's like the opposite because she tries to do the slow supreme. fashion yeah like she does the supreme thing where she drops something every oh, couple yeah. yeah but her following is like a cult following of like super pretty thin really superficial rich women nice it's awful and <laughs> i'm like addicted to stalking her on social media and i found all these hate pages for her and mm-hmm. apparently she purchased the hate pages so that they would like stop talking about like her inhumane honestly <laughs> gotta respect it I... <laughs> would you, pe- you just buy all your haters well i yeah and i was just looking at her social media like i said it's like i can't stop stalking mm. it and she gets like these things called lymphatic drainages like once a week where they literally take like it's supposed to get rid of your cellulite and stuff but she weighs like one pound so i don't know what they're getting rid of and like she's just like i drink a lot of water and take a lot of supplements and i was like can you imagine if that was your brand (laughs) like did anything i just described sound like a good lifestyle so what you're saying is we should become lifestyle instagrammers and just do that (laughs) what would we our lifestyles would not you would be a good like i would not be at all i feel like i'd be be good good. at faking it Mm -hmm. that's true (laughs) i i I would not be good. Hey guys, uh, so today I'm gonna wake up at negative three o'clock, take a fucking freezing ass shower, and then drink coffee all day until I go into a coma. I wear like the same three outfits every day. <laughs> all I do is like watch TV and then do schoolwork and then play video games. I I don't I, can't. I don't have an interesting life at all. I don't do my hair anymore. Like I my hair looks I'm there are probably birds living in it. Like Mm-hmm. Um, I think sh- I think it's time for our Twitter shout out. <gasps> yeah, um, wait. Um, so guys, I, we've got. I have it pulled up. Yeah, here you can take it. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't really know what our drug discussion came up, 
but apparently we have talked about drugs in the past. I, have we talked about drugs on the, the podcast before? Uh, it I don't appear- feel like we have. Well, according to Johnny C, we have. Um, so shout out to him because he said that he loves our podcast and he thinks it's great, but we don't know much when it comes to drugs. Okay, so so full context. I tweeted a screenshot of us, a text we sent each other. Uh, like a f- it was a few hours ago, and because y- you said we were talking about like when to call the podcast, and you were like, "Do crack before, so we can be wild." And I was just like jokingly respond, "If you mail me coke, I'll do it with you live on the podcast." Uh, which if anyone wants to mail me cocaine, I will do it live on the podcast. Yeah, but all- <laughs> but it would require you to mail cocaine, so keep that in so mind. There you go. Yeah, there you go. High risk, high reward. Um, but I, I thought it was just a funny little interaction, so I tweeted it with the caption, our pre-podcast production meeting. Um, and this guy, Johnny C., who follows me on Twitter, by the way, I like his his username, John49078943. Way to scoop up that username before someone else got it. Um, <laughs> he, he responded, your podcasts are great, but you both don't know much when it comes to drugs. And we were both very confused by this response. I don't know what that means. As drug experts, um, yeah. Well, like, what is that, what is that based on? What have we ever talked about drugs? I seriously don't know. I mean, I was sitting there when I saw that I was in the car with my mother mm-hmm. and I started laughing and she wanted to know what was so silly and I told her, and I was like, I guess it's a good thing, because if we have talked about drugs, that means, like, neither of us have outed ourselves for anything. <laughs> like, because aside, uh, aside from the fact that I do actually want a job one day, yeah, I don't really a- want, like, my dad, my mom, my grandparents, like, hearing about drugs I may have done. Well, it's a good thing neither of us have outed ourselves as high-level cartel members. Yeah, if, it's also if, it's also good that neither of us have done or do drugs. If Johnny can't tell, uh, that means that I think our covers are safe for now. Yeah. So um, thanks, Johnny. That's my yeah. My first thought when I read this was like, is this about like cocaine is very serious, and you guys obviously don't understand if you're like joking about it. That was my first thought when I read it. Uh, but now I I just I'm so confused. Well, so Johnny, if you're so if Johnny, you're listening to this, yeah. tweet at me and please explain yourself. We're just so confused. Yeah, by what no, you meant and by that. I also have a question, Johnny. If you're listening, um, does crack not make you wild? No, I, I, <laughs> for I'm settling in for a nice mellow evening. I, I mean, you know, I'll do a little, I'll do a little crack just to calm the nerves, <laughs> just to take the edge off. Um, exactly. This ties in perfectly with something I did today. It wasn't crack? Oh, crack. <laughs> so I went. Um, if you've been following our podcast, my body's just been wigging out and I love to talk <laughs> about it. So today I found myself stumbling upon, with my mask on, a like holistic health food store because I haven't been able to fucking sleep and mm-hmm. I seem to have a ton of energy. So this is a little troubling. And I went and I asked like the most granola-y lady I could find to help me find like a sleep supplement that's not melatonin. Mm-hmm. She told me more in that five minute interaction than I learned in like all of AP bio. What, what did we learn? Well, 
she was talking to me about like adrenal levels and she told me that if I keep waking up at night, it's because my adrenal glands are probably disturbed. Mm. Mind you, like this is because I like I did blood work and everything and like my levels were off. So I told her that Mm. and she said like your levels are just like unhappy because you're stressed. Go Mm. fucking figure. (laughs) And you fucking guessed Sherlock. Couldn't be me. Um and she like there's this whole thing about like a bee complex. I don't even know what that means, but it apparently means that you're a bee. Well, that's what <laughs> I took out of it. I was like, um, do I have to watch the bee movie? Like, is that what this means? So yeah, you watch the you have to watch the bee movie every night before you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then I'll sleep peacefully. I'll manifest. Um, yeah. No, but she like she gave me this whole like health plan, and I was like. I walked out of there feeling really good about it because my doctors can't seem to do this. And then I was like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. She's never met me. How is any of this valid? (laughs) And I also told her because like I'm broke. So I was like, I'm not trying to like I'm not money bags. I'm not trying to buy like some expensive like bullshit holistic thing Mm -hmm. and she goes well define money bags and i was like whoa (laughs) she's trying to figure out how much she can upsell you yeah i was like girl just stick to my adrenal glands like do not go beyond that (laughs) oh that's really funny she could just tell from your aura when you walked in how your adrenal glands were doing look if she read my aura i would not be surprised i don't even know what that entails but Mm-hmm. She could tell my chakra was not aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, that reminded me of a story from this past week that has nothing to do with the story you just told. But I'm going to tell it anyway. So I have this journalism professor who, by the way, I love. She's like a fantastic professor. Um, she's she's excellent. Um, and then I have a friend in that class who's like a fantastic reporter, and he's really good. And he, we're all working on our final project, which is just like this big uh news story that we've been working on all, all semester and he is writing about um like changes in bupd and how bupd has responded to like black lives matter protests and stuff that has been happening uh, over the past like six months um and so in the the first drafts we just handed in he references brianna taylor and jacob blake and a few uh other victims of police shootings uh in the piece just kind of uh like in in the setup and explain the context um and he gets this assignment back and our professor is like if you're gonna mention these names like you don't tell us anything about these students like what year are they at bu why are they important she's talking about brianna taylor oh my god she she is a full-on journalism professor and does not know who brianna taylor is and like I'm not I'm not wow. saying anyone's name because these are all like good people and like I'm not trying to say you know what I mean but like yeah how how well, how um how do you teach journalism and you uh, don't know who Brianna Taylor is I can't think of her last name but Corey something she was just elected I think she's like the first. Oh God, I have to look it up because I don't want to mince my words. Um. I think she's like the first black congresswoman in like Nebraska or something. Do you know uh-huh. who I'm talking about? I feel like I know the tweet you're talking about, but I don't really know. Well, her we're, what, we're, whichever state she is a representative of. Um, she's she, the only black woman 
representing like in the representative body that she's in yeah and she's wearing a mask to meetings that says brianna on it Mm -hmm. and she said like a lot of my like older white colleagues are coming up to me thinking my name's brianna Mm -hmm. and like i let them think that so that i can educate them and like and that like that that was so powerful to me like how how it's unbelievable i okay so you opened the door to something that i didn't want to talk about on here because i was but i'm just not going to use names don't ask me um i have an assignment right now for a class that i'm in Mm -hmm. and we have to write speeches like okay it's like one of those assignments where he gives us a bunch of different like options for a final project and one of them is writing a speech and mm-hmm. it's related to monuments that we want to be or no yeah we have to like weave in um monuments that are like outdated or inappropriate now socially mm-hmm. and one of the prompts that he gave us was that we can write a speech as a black politician I found that to be in very oh, poor taste. Okay, I can one up that by a million. So this so you, is last you, year. Wait, you can a million up that. Exact. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so this is last year. This wasn't in my. It was a writing seminar, but not in my writing seminar. This was one of my friends' seminar. They had to write a, so not a eulogy, but like a perspective on their life. Oh, and by the way, this is in a class that like prides itself on like being woke. Like the whole idea of the class is talking about like uh, the immigrant experience in America and like what it's like to be a minority and just like stuff like that in the class. They had to write like a retrospective on their life from the perspective of a slave in the 1700s in America. This is a class I'm... So no one is black. It's all like either Asian or uh, like white descent or yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure in the class is what my friend said. Um, and that like they they had to. That was the assignment. And just like oh I, I would say well, no, I wouldn't even. Yeah, well, OK, so here's it. the bind that I'm in. Like my professor is a white man. Go figure. And oh, what su- a surprise. Surprise. Yeah, I know. In higher education. Wow. Um. <laughs> No one, there is not a single black student in my class. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which one of us has the authority to say to him, like, hey, man, you might not want to do this assignment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I it's... just, I think it's inappropriate. And yeah, I understand no, I where completely. he's going with it, but it's kind of not cute. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. AKA it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it it's like real bad. we and I think about it because like we in my elementary school I remember doing projects on like the underground railroad and like we would we actually I specifically remember writing like a journal entry as if we were like in it. Mhm. The difference with that is it's a bunch of 9-year-olds like learning how to explore different voices and like putting yourself in like these shoes and whatever it was very surface level and i think it was just like preparing us for like what we would like for more intense and deep discussions Mm -hmm. at this point we're all between the ages of like 18 and like early 20s 
mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing shit like this. Do you know what that just that like triggered something in my memory, and I'm now remembering something I had to do in school, which is like it's the most like America as a racist cult thing I can you could possibly think of. It was when I was I would have been in fifth grade, and we were all writing stories. And we had to write, like, stories from the perspective of, like, Native Americans and, like, the pilgrims and stuff. And we all had to, like, write stories about, like, how the pilgrims came and, like, taught the Native Americans, like, all this stuff and, like, how they helped (laughs) them so much. And, like, I was, what, 10? So, like, that was just, like, normal. And, like, that was what I had been taught, all that, like, stuff. Uh, so New, like, yeah. New, so, New England and ass. so yeah <laughs> and so we were writing from the perspective of Native Americans so I'm pretty sure I wrote it in like broken English oh too. mine was in um, my slave diary like I wasn't gonna say that but mine was in like eubonics like it was terrible yeah and so like at the time like that was just what we had been taught and, it's like, embarrassing you know I, mean? I look back and like that's just like the most disgusting thing I can think of. Yeah, how a it bunch completely of reduces write. something. Um, and like the worst part of that is that that's framing us. Like, well, because then we have to go through the rest of our education, like on that foundation. Well, and like talking about the American like education of like that is what I was taught. So, like, that is just what I thought for like yeah. the longest. You know what I mean? It's just, uh Well, yeah. And like, we're, I remember when we learned about like Thanksgiving. They were like, yeah, the Native Americans, like, taught the pilgrims how to shuck corn and, like, that kind of shit. And I'm like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all they did. That was it. And then the <laughs> pilgrims were like, okay, fuck you. Get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's such, like, the rabbit hole of, like, propaganda that we've been fed. I know. Well, the, When you start diving down it, it's insane. You feel like such a fucking loser if you meet somebody from any other country because in, like, a lot of European education systems, mm-hmm. like, they actually learn geography and they actually learn, like, world history and about other countries. And well, here, here we're like, oh, yeah, Washington crossing yeah. the Delaware. Benjamin Franklin and his kite. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, and it's also, it's just like, it's fucking embarrassing too. I know. Like, especially if you're like dealing with someone. Like, if I were to have to talk to someone, not have, I mean, like to have a discussion with someone who is like of Native American descent about that, it's just like, damn, I'm so sorry. And like, I, I bet, like, I, I didn't know because I was ten. You know what I mean? I just believed whatever people taught me. It um, sickens But, me. like, it's just, like, yeah. embarrassing and disgusting. It's gross that we make legislation for people whose land we live on. Like, yeah. I, you're not, you're not going to go up to your landlord and be like, all right, get out. <laughs> I mean, but, like, also get rid of landlords. Power to the people, <laughs> baby. Freeze rent. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, um, so in conclusion, f- fuck the U.S. Yeah, for real. Stop. I'm only I'm only with my boyfriend so that I can get a green card. That's <laughs> reject, it. That's reject really the it. propaganda system that is the U.S. education. Yeah. Especially- hey, I've got good news. Betsy DeVos is about to get her ass out of there. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I, I still a- like... 
I have a Someone... sticker. Wait, I have a sticker above my bed that I see every morning when I wake up that says "fuck Betsy DeVos." <laughs> For real though. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Oh man. I'm I'm thinking about I'm thinking about 2021. Do you think 2021 is going to be a better year than 2020? The set. I'm not kidding. The second you said that, my spine like tingled because I realized that's like a month and a half away. Mm-hmm. Oh close. my god, bro! I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. I feel like, like COVID. I feel like it's gonna get continue to just get worse before it gets better. But hopefully, it gets better next year. I'm horrified at the idea that it could get worse than it is. Like it's that- worse now. It's- <laughs> no, I mean like the human condition. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I. It's- Right now, oh my god, I just scratched my chin, and I have full-blown mask knee. Like, I've never had a Mm -hmm. zit in my life, and my, like, Mm -hmm. the lower half of my face is just covered in them from my mask. Here's the thing. If you never leave your apartment, you don't have to wear a mask. I know. I went for a really, really, really long hike, and I was wearing Mm. it just in case I, like, ran into people, and it did it to me. How was that hike? Not worth the mask knee. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean that's by far not the least like that's not even close to like my worst problem Mm -hmm. right now but it's just another nail in the fucking coffin (laughs) um last weekend i had two days in a row where it's like my hyper focus was just (laughs) dialed up to like a million and i was just a work machine so it was sunday and monday sunday I had my shoot for my friend Jonathan's film uh, most of the day, which was super fun, and we got a bunch of stuff done. Um, and then as soon as I got back, I had a, I started writing at 5, and I had a 10-page paper due at 10 o'clock. Um, and so I, I had to write – I ended up writing 10 pages in three and a half hours. Oh, my God. I've and like done with that. with citing sources, I had to cite 12 sources <laughs> – from not just like articles or anything i had to like use academic papers and studies and stuff i did the whole thing in like three and a half hours that happened Um, to me i finished an entire book that isn't due for like two weeks and i was like now what (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that was like very productive uh and then the next day i woke up this is monday morning i edited the podcast that morning before my god i hadn't done it yet (laughs) Um, and then I went to class and then I had to read a 150 page script and write a coverage for it before like midnight that night. So I read 150 pages and then wrote like a six page coverage on it. Your ass is night. lucky that you were in hyper focus uh, mode. And I was, I was just like powering through things one after another. I was in God mode. But yeah, did I you just crash? Felt about that because I was so proud of myself. Oh, I cr- Grace can attest. <laughs> I crashed so hard. Yeah, see, I'm so I tired. I've only Monday napped night. like twice ever, and I had a couple days in a row as well with hyper focus, and I felt like I was on top of the world, like whatever God complex. And then the next day, I fell asleep during the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so funny because Grace spent all of like friday saturday sunday we both had the same paper we do and she spent all of three days like working on it 
one after another and i've waited until like the last possible minute to start um and like hers is definitely way better than mine like mine is not good at all but i was just like texting her every time i finished a page just like one page down two pages down three pages down i will say (laughs) the one the one good thing about this semester is that if you're like on the mental health struggle bus every professor has a bar set so obscenely low. It's true. Yeah. So like doing like mediocre, they'll mm. read it and be like, you're getting published in a journal. This is fucking oh, yeah. incredible. Look at look at you go. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, that's one hundred percent the case. It the bar is lower <laughs> than it's ever been and I love it. It's so good, but how the fuck are we going to get out of it? I'm That's something that's been on mm. my mind all week. Because... It's true. The bar is not allowed to ever go back up. <laughs> this is the new normal. Leave it. I Yeah, when they talk about the new normal, like, <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. I I've go through, like, week periods where I forget how to, like, present myself or wear clothes, do my hair, any of that shit. <laughs> and yeah. I have to spend, like, a full weekend, like, retraining myself. Yeah. I don't have to. I shouldn't say that. I just mm-hmm. choose to. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't think I've well, worn a bra in, like, weeks. Me neither. <laughs> um, did you see, this made me think of it, the Harry Styles wearing a dress and, like, there's, like, the stupidest controversy ever created? Yeah, and everyone's shitting on him. Well, it's, like, weird dudes who are shitting on him. Everyone else is like, why are you shitting on him? Do I want to put my opinion into the ether on this one? What? You don't like that he wore a dress? No. Oh my god, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. No, I- what I- okay. I'm annoyed because I go on, like, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that, anywhere Harry Mm -hmm. Styles is worshipped, everywhere, and people were saying, like, he's not the first person to do this, people have been doing that for years, and blah blah blah. Okay, but he's on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, he's like the most <laughs> prominent that we've seen in recent Yeah, years. like, for Vogue to do that is, like, good. Like, accept yeah. the milestone. Be happy that, like, mm-hmm. shit's, shit's a-changing. You know? It's also, like, it's so weird. Like, fashion has been trending more just, like, eccentric and I don't want to say that a man wearing a dress is necessarily eccentric. Because no, it's like, clothing's it's, don't have a gender, but like you know what I mean. I feel like this is the way fashion has been trending fluid. for a while. Yeah, it's fluid now, and that's so fucking good. Like yeah, so like I don't understand why anyone was really surprised. Like, yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't even think it was all that shocking. You don't um, even know the joy it brought me. Like I think the like the Grammys or something were like the week before COVID like mm-hmm. destroyed everything whichever last award show that was there were so many like gender non-conforming beautiful outfits mm-hmm. and like designers weren't even getting like praised for it it was just kind of like okay Normal. this is what they chose to wear good and like the fact that we're already like getting close to the point of that being normal is so good yeah my my favorite response to it was it was a tiktok because apparently Ben Shapiro, like, shit oh all over God, him. Oh my God, fuck being... him. Well, so Ben Shapiro shit all over Harry Styles. He's, like, not being masculine enough. And the TikTok was like, really, Ben Shapiro? 
you're going to shit on Harry Styles for not being masculine. Literally. Like, Can you just sit down, little man, please? Yeah, Ben Shapiro, if <laughs> you're listening, like a, fuck you. And it was like a picture of Ben Shapiro and then a picture of Harry Styles. It was like, you're going to say this guy isn't masculine. Yeah, what and a piece really of funny. shit. Like, seriously. It was so funny. That whole, like, oh. I really like reading discourse on like people's own sense of masculinity or femininity just because Mm -hmm. of how individual it is like yeah and yeah so for vogue to put that as their centerfold like thank god (laughs) Mm. yeah i thought it was cool there was one other there's one other big piece of news from the past week that we have to talk about i don't know if you've seen this but there was a story. It was, I want to say, a Hungarian milk farm where a dude... Are you familiar with this? No. Oh, it was it was huge. And it rocked the nation. The Hungarian, nation of Hungary or the United States? The the United Nations. All of us nations <laughs> were united in the fact that we were rocked by The tectonic by plates re-spread. Exactly. So it was a dairy farm uh, where they like make milk. Uh, and one of the employees got fired for taking a video of himself and posting of him swimming in one of the big vats of milk that they send oh out like to sell to people to drink. Did you watch Drake and Josh? No. Okay, there is an episode of this show where like they make a bet and one of them can't eat candy because he's addicted. And mm-hmm. he has a like baby pool filled with chocolate milk and they like they're like fighting each other and they fall into the pool. And I remember thinking how nasty that was. That was a baby so, pool. So imagine then they Holy just take the milk shit. from that baby pool and they bottle up and they sell it. What I love about this <laughs> is like, that's definitely not the first time that's happened. Oh my it's God. It's just the first time he's been stupid enough to record himself and post it. But like, I bet you it's happening all the time in dairy farms across the country. What lack of impulse control leads somebody to bathe in milk? Well, it's a vat. How could you not? I would be bathing in the milk all day. <laughs> oh, my God. Have I told you about my, like, when I tried to get an Oatly sponsorship? No. I, did, like, wrote this article praising oat milk, and I tweeted it to Oakley, or Oatly, and they were lit about it. And they were like, this is a great article, but we're not mm. taking ambassadors. <laughs> oh, I was like, no. fuck you guys and your oat milk. Like, I'll drink a different one. <laughs> Does an oat milk company have ambassadors to be? I, they should, and it should be me. I agree that if they should have one, it should be Get one. my carbohydrates. <laughs> mm-hmm. But can you imagine just in one of those vats of milk? doing the backstroke if you were gonna swim in any non-water substance like in that largest scale what would you want it to be honestly like milk would be up there i bet especially okay i'm not there's a clear correct answer here but i want to hear what you're gonna say what kind of milk would you choose to swim in oh god a correct answer there's a there's a very clear correct answer oh but i want to there's so much pressure i mean Honestly, maybe silk vanilla almond because I know no, that's, that's the kind you buy, Liam. Yes, and I love almond milk <laughs> so much. I almond milk is the best drink. But if I'm swimming in it, you're going whole milk 
all the way. It's not uh, even a contest. Yeah, see, I actually, my real answer was not my, like, kiss-ass answer. I was going to say skim milk so that I can see. No! Oh, <laughs> skim milk is the wrongest of the wrong answers. Can you imagine Absolutely. opening your eyes underwater in that? <laughs> no, it's got to be whole milk. Then it's almost, like, creamy. And oh, my like, God, oh. that would be so nice. Your eyes would just calcify. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking amazing. I, I would love to swim in just a warm vat of whole milk. Well, when I was little, I would like fantasize if I had like a jello floor so that I could jump on it. But that's that ignoring the fact that you would fall in. <laughs> you would just suffocate in the jello. <laughs> yeah, maybe I actually just wanted to die. <laughs> you imagine your parents walk in your room and they're like, where is she? Then they look down and you've fully just been <laughs> suffocated in your floor of jello. It's like when people have like those sketchy like gelatins with like things in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. You're just suspended in it. Oh my God. Uh, what other non- substances do you want to submerge non-water in? Non-water substances to swim in harry styles has come <laughs> I, mean, Ew, I figured that went without saying <laughs> that's harry uh, keep going we gotta this fill is the, this the is pool. a new one for me i've never like grossed myself out over talking about his come and i just did it's the first time for everything um i really i mean i guess like oh my god who the cream? fuck am i kidding black coffee yeah okay well, that's i would drink that you. shit um i think cool whip because it would be That'd a be nice fun. texture and delicious bro okay cool whip is like the devil's work that shit is so delicious but it's i don't know what it is like i had <laughs> never had cool whip until i was like 17 oh my and god was like what you were have deprived. i been missing out on all my life it's so bad it's good it's one of those things like Literally just a tub of Cool Whip and a spoon. I don't need anything else. It's also funny because every tub of Cool Whip, no matter how big it is, always feels empty when you pick it up. So there's always (laughs) that moment of you reach in the fridge for the Cool Whip and you pick it up and you're like, fuck, there's no Cool Whip left. And then you open it and it's like completely full because that shit just weighs nothing. I love it. Oh my God. Every time there's Cool Whip in the Cool Whip bucket, it's like a surprise. My best friend when I was five and I would get like the cans of like ready whatever and yeah. we we would like spray it into each other's mouths until it like poured out because yeah, yeah. we thought it was fun mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> suffocation would... my dad would do that to me just well in the mouth well that was the cool way <laughs> uh, yeah my dad would actually just rip ass in my mouth that is gonna haunt you yeah <laughs> holy shit i hope your dad's okay <laughs> yeah he would dutch oven me every night before going to bed <laughs> i hope your dad still has a job after this is published. i still have flashbacks every night of him <laughs> forcing me to be dutch oven every night <laughs> the smell would linger for hours wait Shout out to my dad. He would kill me if he knew he got a shout out on this. But <laughs> anyway, um, I was wearing Mario Kart shorts the other day and my dad pointed at me and goes, hey, it's the little Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Nice one. Nice work, dad. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, dad. Oh, to dad. Oh, to be a dad. Oh, Oh, to be a father Dutch oven in your child until he passes out from the stench. 
That's how you get your kid to go to bed. I feel like Ryan Reynolds would be a really good dad. Why? I don't know. I just, when I think dad, I think of him. I mean, I don't think he'd be a bad dad. But I, I don't <laughs> know if there's anything father. necessarily about him that's like, he'd be a good father. He's just a good influence. I'm like, I feel like he can tease people in like a dad way. Yeah. In a you way that's like to. not, I feel like he can tease people in a way where like what he's saying maybe could be kind of mean, but like, I don't know. He says it in a way where like, it doesn't feel mean at if all. If he knew that he hurt your laugh. feelings, he'd feel so badly. Yeah, that's also the vibe I get from Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'll bet you Paul Rudd is a good dad. Oh, absolutely. It's That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. He seems like he'd be a good dad. If Joe Biden doesn't put Paul Rudd in his cabinet, there's no point in having a cabinet. <laughs> True. Why even have a cabinet at all? <laughs> We're not going to put Paul Rudd in there. Um... I'm trying to think of what other celebrities you think would be good dads. Ooh, um, not Alec Baldwin. Definitely not. No, a hundred percent. Probably not Johnny Depp either, because I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's a wife beater. So, um, <laughs> we don't have time to get into this on the podcast. Yeah. Um. Well, Rupert I... Grant, the guy who plays Ron Weasley, just had a baby. I think he'd be a spectacular dad. Rupert Grant? Yeah. I feel like I do not know anything about him whatsoever. I don't either, but I want him to be a good dad. All right. Well, we'll end the episode then on a little bit of Rupert Grant positivity. You got any You got any final words? Yeah. Um, a good daddy would be Leonardo DiCaprio. 